And in the stress list this morning in studio, Captain Nick Parker with Ben Police. Nick, good morning, sir. Uh, good morning to you as well. Very good to have you here today. I appreciate that. It's uh, You've been with the police force quite a while, and I think we've spoken in years past, but let's catch up a little bit. Give us an idea of your background and uh, with Ben PD and law enforcement. Uh, thanks, Frank. Uh, yeah, I've been in law enforcement since... Uh, 99, so I think that's going on 24 years. Uh, promoted to captain in 2018, and I'm actually on the support services side of the department at this point. So what exactly is support services? Uh, a lot more of the business end, so I help with uh, hiring and promotions okay. and uh, human resources, and you know, obviously uh, the city of Bend has human resources, but I work closely liaison with the city on a lot of those matters. Okay. Um, we wanted to talk about uh, cyber protection uh, for the most part today, and you've got some firsthand experience in that, I'm assuming. Yeah, over the years, definitely had experience with uh, those issues. Not not so much in my current role, but uh, right. work closely with the investigators on that. What sort of things are we seeing nowadays with uh, uh, calls you're getting and, and cases that you're dealing with with online cases? Uh, definitely, um, we're, we're seeing an, it to be an issue. Uh, over the actually this year alone, we've had over 300 uh, reported internet uh, scams and fraud type cases, uh, which seems like a large number, and it is. But that's about one a day, um, and we ent- we estimate that that number is much higher. And a lot of people are, whether they're embarrassed or you know don't want to make that report to us for whatever reason, I think that it's underreported. But still, we're seeing a large number of those come through. Any particular types of scams? Uh, definitely seeing more sophistication in our scams. Um, we've seen them over the years, but with artificial intelligence, um, you know, that definitely used to be able to look at a text message that you'd get on a phishing scam or an email that kind of started that conversation. And it was pretty easy to pick out that, you know, there's problems with that, you know, with that text or, or communication. Now it's, you know, with artificial intelligence, they can craft that message so much easier to make it seem much more real. You know, where it's coming from seems much more real. Um, and so a lot of people are, are buying into it a little bit more than they used to. Um, we've also seen an uptick in, in the boldness with some of the um, suspects or, you know, perpetrators uh, as they're reaching out to people, multiple calls, you know, bothering people, a lot more pressures put on people. Um, you know, in those calls, we've even seen some where they remain on the phone as the person's driving to the bank to, you know, say, make a change to their direct deposit or banking account information. Um, and so rather than a short, you know, short term call where it's ended, you know, they're remaining on the phone a long time and trying to continue that conversation. So just keep the, they're keeping the leash on the person the whole t- through, way through the process. Yeah, I think that's definitely one of their strategies. I mean, usually they're they're using, you know, fear or emotion, some emotional based. It's it's usually a priority to get this thing done, whatever, you know, the threat or, or you know, whether it's a prize that they're getting or some kind of money that they're expecting uh, or it's, you know, a fear of something happening if they don't do it. And so, you know, that kind of pressure creates that. And so I think if they stay on the phone, they can continue that uh, that process. They use different schemes or lies to apply pressure then. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, we've had uh, this year alone, we've had, you know, quite a few, as I mentioned, but uh, some of them we had, you know, somebody, uh, one report was that, you know, supposedly the animal shelter was calling them um, and claiming that their animal or or, uh, dog was injured and they needed money to do a surgery and it was, you know, immediate. And so they had to, you know, make a deposit or, you know, transfer money. Uh, A lot of times uh, those transfers are from 
you know, U.S. currency into Bitcoin or cryptocurrency as well. And so that's, you know, a lot of times part of the scam. Is there a particular demographic that's more prone to be a victim than others? Um, you know, I, I would say the elderly, um, you know, older folks that are uh, maybe less inclined to use the Internet as much or to, you know, be quite as tech savvy where uh, they might buy into it a little bit easier. But, you know, that um, not necessarily the case. I mean, like I said, I think we have an underreported amount of, of victims. And I think that ones we see are maybe those that are inclined to call. I think there's a, we estimate there's a lot that are not calling uh, for whatever reason. Uh, which is scary because we've seen uh, upwards of, you know, not every case, but some uh, victims have been victimized $100,000. So the, some of those amounts are, are pretty egregious. Does anybody ever get their money back? Those cases are really difficult uh, for us to solve. Um, doesn't mean that we aren't trying uh, and that we don't uh, uh, find ways to solve them at times or, you know, through mutual um, uh, you know, uh, mutual relationships with the, the federal investigators or other jurisdictions, we can't do that. But most of the time, those, you know, the, the, the person calling or the suspects are from another country or from across the, the United States. And it makes it difficult for a local jurisdiction to, you know, investigate or prove some of those cases. So they are hard. Let's move into a different area of, of cyber crime, and that would be uh, targeting young people. Um, either for money or for abuse. Uh, is that something that Ben police have to deal with? Unfortunately, even in, in the city of Ben, we do uh, see that, that uh, those kind of crimes come up. What, um, are there anything specific uh, that is commonplace that, uh, that lures these kids in? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think there are things that, um, that parents or families can do um, to protect their children, to keep these kind of luring cases from happening. Uh, it's scary. It's, it's one of those things you'd like to avoid. You'd like to think wasn't happening um, in, in Bend or in your backyard or, you know, in your home, but it does happen. Uh, last year, we, we worked in a, um, a, a long investigation where we ended up arresting 20 different individuals um, for uh, luring type cases, related cases. Uh, which is scary. I, I think the even more scary part of that is uh, during those investigations, we had police officers posing as you know underage um, victims uh, and made it very apparent that they were underage. And we still had you know upwards of 200 different people you know communicate in, in those investigations. Not everybody showed up or you know c completed that. But uh, my point there that I'm getting at is that none of those 200 people, even if they didn't show up and were arrested, none of them called the police to report that, hey, there's this underage, you know, person posing or out there in, the, in these scary realms on the Internet where, where this was occurring. So, you know, I think it's a, a multi-phase problem that not only do we have these predators out there, um, but we also have a lot of people that, that are in those realms that aren't reporting it to us. So, again, kind of underreported. But. But uh, not to scare anybody, I, I definitely want to, uh, you know, paint the picture that it does happen here and that, you know, there's little things that we can do in our households uh, to make our kids safer or to help, you know, prevent some of that from happening. And it's as simple as, you know, keeping computers in, in common areas in households, you know, ensuring that your security measures uh, on your computers are, or different apps or um, online viewing is, are all up, all up to speed and are keeping kids from going to areas they shouldn't. Um, I think it's important to, 
um, you know, talk to your kids, um, you know, know where they're going, know what kind of access they have to computers when they're leaving. Um, but really a lot of communication. Um, so they know not to scare them, but they know what's out there and they know what to avoid. As a, a parent, I would think that, oh, my kid could never get, this is all stuff that's on the dark web. They don't know how to get there. That's got to be a big misconception. No, I mean, there's definitely um, levels of, of darkness, if you will, that you can get into on the internet, unfortunately. But um, no, there's there's plenty of uh, social media online sites that, that children can find themselves in or on um, that uh, have the potential for that kind of thing. But with a case like this, it, you have had success in this, and it sounds like it's, it's uh, something that you need to be ever vigilant on, but there has been some success in, in getting these people. Yeah, absolutely. And, we, you know, we, we take it very seriously. We prioritize these cases. We get them, you know, throughout the year, not just I mentioned that, um, you know, specific investigation. We worked longer term last year, but, you know, we often get reports of these that come through and we take them seriously and we work on them and, you know, hopefully we prevent victimization. We definitely prioritize those that, you know, where there's, um, you know, more potential for an actual abuse to be occurring. Um, and, you know, there, like I said, there's different levels to these. So, um, but we work closely with uh, the federal agencies and other jurisdictions around because they do cross jurisdictions. Yeah, absolutely. Captain Nick Parker with Ben PD. And uh, anything in particular we need to, uh, that we've left out, you want to make sure people know about? Uh, I, I, again, if you, you know, just that there's resources out there. I've mentioned a couple, but um, the um, ICAC, uh, Internet Crimes Against Children, is a good resource for the luring. Um, it'll give you tips on what to do, but also uh, ic3.gov is also another good uh, resource that people can use to avoid victimization. Great. All right. Captain Nick Parker, Ben PD, great to see you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming in. You bet. FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND.